This is the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Bibus, episode number 30, the solo series. It's fair keeping you from taking massive daily action in your business. You know, there's nothing that frustrates me more other than computers shutting off and viruses and having to restart in the middle of an audio podcast, just saying. But there's nothing that frustrates me more than having a goal and a dream for my business, maybe a new product, a new program, something that I want to launch and fear coming in and sucking all of the energy out of that momentum. It drives me nuts, which is why I created Lose Your Fear, Build Your Business, because it is a 10-week powerhouse online training program that is designed to teach you how to turn your entrepreneurial fear into massive daily action. Listen, I've coached thousands of entrepreneurs, and the one thing that I've found among all of them is that it's not action that keeps them stuck. It's not having a plan in place or not having a plan in place that keeps them from achieving their business goals. At the end of the day, it's always fear, always fear. So if you're ready to kick your fear to the curb, if you're ready to turn your fear into something that actually builds your business rather than something that holds your business hostage, go to www.loseyourfearbuildyourbusiness.com. And you know what? Take the course on a one-week test drive. You can actually sign up for week one of the course. Try it out. See if you like it. Because I will guarantee you one thing. That first week alone will change your world. No, it'll rock your world. So go to www.loseyourfearbuildyourbusiness.com and take the course on a one-week test drive. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number 30 of She Runs the Show. So we are in another solo series, which I always love to communicate me, you, and a topic related to growing our businesses. And I love today's episode because I've actually been dealing with myself on this particular issue. And so you know what they say, we teach the thing we most need to learn. And so in today's episode, we're going to talk about, we're going to really answer the question. And here's the question. Are your standards killing your business? Yeah, think about that for a second. Are the standards that you have in your business, are they helping you grow and transform and build this amazing business that you know you're capable of building? Or are your current standards for your business killing your business? That's what we're going to talk about today. And by the end of today's episode, you're going to learn why goal setting is killing most businesses before they even get started. You're also going to learn how to let go of safe goals. And I'm going to define safe goals so that you know whether or not your goals fit that description. You're also going to learn by the end of today's episode how to design a goal that excites you. We're going to really talk about some of Danielle Laporte's work because she beautifully talks about desire and core desired feelings. So we're going to talk about that. And then also by the end of today's episode, you're going to learn what it takes to raise your standards and live up to them, which is a big, like big, huge piece of the equation here. Okay. So let's get started because this is kind of a touchy subject. And I've been thinking about this for the last couple of weeks because, you know, in my own life, I've been dealing with myself on limitations. Like, What are my limiting beliefs? What point do I feel I can only get up to here and then I can't get past it? And why do I believe that? Like, where does that come from? And so I want to talk to you about 
why goal setting is killing most businesses before they even get started. And if you're listening to this and you're full swing into a business, let me tell you what I mean by before they even get started. You may have a business open for three to four years at this point, but you have been wanting to go in a brand new direction. Maybe you're an offline business and you want to go online or you're an online business and you want to be more offline, whatever it is. You've been wanting to do that for a long time. And there's been something that either keeps you from taking the risk and going for it, or there's something that you edge out a little bit out of the comfort zone, but you don't get good results. So you go back into the comfort zone. So you're out retreat, risk, retreat, risk, retreat. So if any of those things sound familiar, then you're going to want to hear why goal setting is really killing your business. And and this really does come from Danielle Laporte's work. So Danielle Laporte, and definitely go to daniellelaporte.com, but she wrote a book called The Firestarter Sessions. Beautiful book. It is a must read for all women entrepreneurs. So if you're a woman entrepreneur and you have not read The Firestarter Sessions, like do not pass go, go get it, go buy it, put it, you know, Google Play, whatever, get it, read it. And in the Firestarter Sessions, you know, Danielle Laporte talks about this idea of having, um, really your core desires. That's where she began talking about that. But she talks about goals with soul. And so one of the things that happens a lot, especially as women entrepreneurs, and I think part of that is because we're trying to mirror men's entrepreneurial style. Like we're trying to do business the masculine way. But a lot of what happens is that we start to create these goals without soul. And when I say goal without soul, I mean, Goals that don't have passion, that don't have purpose, they don't pull you in. There's no intense desire around that. And so you actually are killing your business by developing these goals without soul because there's nothing that wakes you up in the morning about that goal. Like saying to yourself, I want to earn an extra $4,000 a month. Now, maybe for somebody who's earning $800 a month from your part-time business, $4,000 sounds pretty good, right? Like, yeah, I'm only earning 800. So 4,000, an extra 4,000 a month would be awesome. It's not about whether or not the goal is awesome. Does the goal pull you? Do you feel an intense desire? Like when you say the goal out loud, does your mouth water? Do you feel like, oh yes. Like, are you just ready to jump out of your skin because you're so excited to get there? That's a goal with soul. And the problem is most entrepreneurs are so rushing to get to any goal that they settle for goals without soul. And that will definitely kill your business. Here's another reason why goal setting is killing most businesses before they even get started. A lot. And I have to tell you, I have done this many times before. So I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to me. A lot of entrepreneurs take the set it and forget it approach to their goals. You know, you've seen the infomercial, set it and forget it. In other words, they set these lofty goals. Maybe their goals with soul. Maybe they're totally excited about it. But then you set the goal, you put it in a notebook, you shove it somewhere, you forget where the notebook is, and then you're not tracking your progress to the goal. You're not actually getting up every day and looking at the goal and saying, okay, what do I need to do here? So you you take a set it and forget it approach to your goal setting. Now, Brian Tracy talks about this at length in many of his books, but one of the things that I love to do about with my goals on a daily basis, and it's become a ritual, a daily ritual, is I write down my goals for the year in the present tense, like they're already achieved. 
And it keeps, you know, to begin the day that way, after I've done meditation, belly dancing, a little yoga, after I've done those other things to sort of get centered, writing down the goals in the present tense is super helpful because it helps me to, number one, know what my agenda is for, not just for a short period of time, but for a long period of time, the year. And then two, it helps me to keep a mental checklist of like, is what I'm doing in this moment really taking me to that goal? So I just wrote down this morning in the present tense, here's what I'm going to achieve, or here's what I have achieved, is what I'm focusing on right now, is that going to take me there? And that's a really important consideration. But if you take a set it and forget it approach to your goals, you're not reviewing your goals daily or weekly or even monthly. Like you've set them, you felt really excited in setting them, and then they're gone and out of your mind. And so you're just sort of busy and doing activity and caught in the activity trap, but you're not really moving in the direction of your dreams. So, uh, you know, another reason why goal setting is killing most businesses before they even get started is this, you know, very few entrepreneurs evaluate and adjust strategy on a weekly basis as a way to measure their goal achievement. Like just because you like a strategy doesn't mean you should use it. Let me say that again. Just because you like a strategy doesn't mean you should use it. Just because you're good at, I don't know, Twitter doesn't necessarily mean that Twitter is getting you more business. How often are you evaluating the ROI of the amount of time you're spending on Twitter versus the number of email subscriptions, purchases, um, webinar attendances that you're actually getting from Twitter? I mean, and this is not a like, I'm going to be on Twitter Monday. And so I need to see something by the end of Monday. Most of the things you're going to do to promote your business or your product is a long-term approach. It's building relationships, connections with people. It is a long-term thing. But are you really week by week checking in on your strategies to see if they're actually doing what you need them to do. Because if we would evaluate our strategies on a weekly basis, we would decide if maybe our time would be better used doing this, you know, being on LinkedIn versus being on Facebook or doing Facebook ads versus, you know, um, Pinterest. So evaluating strategy on a weekly basis and being willing to change the strategy. You know, a lot of people get stuck in doing a strategy because it, it's comfortable, because it's what their comfort zone is. Unless it is proving itself to you in the form of additional email subscribers, additional attendees on the webinars, all of that stuff, you can't stick with the same strategy. You know, Tony Robbins said, be very stubborn about your goal, but be very flexible in your approach. And a lot of entrepreneurs are reversing that. They're very stubborn about their approach and they're very flexible about the goal. So, being able to evaluate and adjust the strategy on a weekly basis is absolutely key. Now, another reason why goal setting is killing most businesses before they even get started is this. <sighs> you know, far too many entrepreneurs set goals they don't believe they can actually achieve. You know, so you set this huge goal, you feel awesome about it, you feel amazing, you're like, yeah! when you set it like the party of setting it the honeymoon of that is super awesome but then you think about it for 10 or 20 minutes you sort of share it with people which again that's another episode another day but i'll talk about that whole sharing thing and be very careful who you share your dreams with another episode and then you start to say things like oh well 
what if I can't do that? Like in your mind, you may never say it out loud, but you're really thinking like, that's a really big goal. I I can barely get to this goal. How am I ever going to get to that? And then you lose the faith in yourself. You lose the belief. The inner critic starts raging. Here's the thing about that. If you don't believe you can achieve it, you won't. You know, if you don't have faith and certainty that you can and will find a way, even if you don't know how, like, see, this is the thing where people get caught up. Let me go on a tangent for a moment. I'm going to go on a tangent. It's not about the how. And I know that sounds super, what's my word? I I just lost the word. Hmm. I know that sounds woo-woo to a lot of people. Woo-woo. That's the word I was looking for. It sounds woo-woo. Like, like how, if I'm supposed to be this entrepreneur who sets these amazing goals and they're goals with soul and I'm evaluating my strategy every single week, how am I not supposed to know the how? Like, why am I, how can I not be concerned about the how? Here's the problem with that. Because your strategies are going to change from week to week, you can't be concerned with the how. You can't expect to know everything from A to Z because you know what? A to Z is going to change. So you cannot expect to know everything from A to Z. And so what ends up happening is that entrepreneurs get stuck in the how. They get absolutely overwhelmed because they don't know how it's going to work out. They lose faith in taking action. They lose faith in themselves. They lose the certainty that they had when they developed those goals with soul. And then the goal is dead before you even take an action. Because now you don't want to because you don't feel certainty anymore. So it's not enough to feel certainty at the onset of a goal. Like it's not enough to feel certain you can achieve it the moment you set it. Everybody feels great about a goal with soul when they set it. Like it's like a high. But what do you do after the high simmers down? Do you still believe that if you can't find a way you're going to make one? Do you still believe that if any one person can get to that goal in their business by that time, you can do it? Do you still believe that there's always a way to do it? That's where belief becomes really important because if you're setting goals that you don't actually believe you can achieve, they're already dead before you even take action. So those are some of the reasons why goal setting is killing most businesses before they even get started. Now, you know, another thing that's killing businesses, you know, in terms of goal setting is this safe goal thing. So people get scared, right? So you, you develop this big, hairy, audacious goal, and then you get scared because you're, you start to feel doubt, and then you start to feel uncertainty, and then you start to want to retreat, and then you get super overwhelmed by the how because you really don't know how it's all going to work out. And then before you know it, you're like back in the safe zone. You're like setting safe goals. So you're saying, okay, instead of saying I'm going to earn $10,000 a month this month in my business, which I've never done ever, I'm just going to say I'm going to earn $500 a month this month. It's safer. It feels good to me. I think that's something I can do. Here's the problem with safe goals. They don't get you jumping out of bed in the morning. They don't get you excited to go after your business. See, here's, and here, okay, let me, I feel, okay, let me just go there for a second. I have to, I got to go there for a minute. And I want to figure out how to say this because I want you to really get this. The reason why you have got to, on a consistent basis, as a woman entrepreneur, the reason why you have got to challenge yourself to set goals that are bigger, bolder, badder than you think you can actually do is because now you are demanding of yourself 
more than you think you can give, which calls up your highest self to take center stage and handle business. A lot of entrepreneurs are running their business from their small self, not their higher self. And so they set these safe goals and the small self is just kind of going, okay, let me do this and that. And okay, it's done. Okay. The small self is never going to be able to achieve what the higher self can do with the snap of a finger. And the reality is, is the higher self doesn't kick in until you call it forth. So setting these bold goals is not simply about achieving that $10,000 a month or that $80,000 a month or that $5 million in a year. It's not simply about that. Like money is not enough. It's never enough. It's about knowing that you are the person who's capable of setting a goal that at the onset, you're like, I don't even know how I'm going to do that. Like, I, I can't, I don't even know how I'm going to do that, but I know I'm going to. How do you become that person? That's what the goal setting thing is about. Goals with soul and goals that challenge your higher self to take center stage has very little to do with actually getting to the goal. Because when you get to the goal, guess what you're going to do? You're going to set a bigger one. When you get to that certain income level, guess what you're going to do? You're going to up the ante and go to the next level. There's always going to be a next level. So it's not about, okay, let me just get to this point income wise, and then I'll feel really good as an entrepreneur. It's about who do I have to become to have all that I want? Who do I like? How do I have to show out in my business to be the kind of person that can just stand up and go, you know what? I'm going to do this, this, and this by this date, and I'm going to execute it exceptionally well, and it's done. And truly believe that the moment those words come out of your mouth, that's what the goal setting and goals with soul is all about. So when you set safe goals, it doesn't feel that way. It just doesn't feel that way. You know, and I want you to let go of safe goals because safe goals will not inspire anyone. They're not going to inspire you. They're not going to inspire your tribe. Your tribe is therefore not going to buy from you the way they would if there were goals with soul. So you got to let go of the safe goals. And one of the first things you can do to let go of the safe goals is throw out the smart goal methodology. Listen, I have an MBA and I'm not, I'm not going to talk about what I think of the MBA programs in the world. I'm not even going to go there. Okay. I'm not going to be a hater today about that, but one day I will talk all about that. But let me just say this, that smart methodology that you learned in B school, business school, like whether undergrad or grad, you know, all goals should be specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time bound. BS. I almost cussed, but I didn't. BS. Throw out the SMART goal methodology. Those are not goals with soul. They will not inspire anybody. Some PhD somewhere created that nonsense and put it up like it works. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh Creating SMART goals. Let, let me give you an analogy. Let, let me back up for a second. Doing the SMART goal thing is like having sex with no orgasm. Like, it doesn't go anywhere. It's like, ooh, did I miss something? Like, what just happened? That's not what you want. It's not going to inspire you. It's not going to firm up your faith. You know, you've got to accept the fact 
that at the end of the day, you deserve way more than any safe goal is ever going to deliver to you. And you've got to expect that you will be able to give yourself that. See, developing these goals, here's here's what I hear a lot. Let, let me just, let's go there. I hear from a lot of entrepreneurs this idea that well, I can't set these these big goals because it's all dependent on other people. It's all dependent on whether people like my products. It all it all depends on how many people show up to my webinar. It all depends on, you know, how many people buy from me. It all depends on what the economy looks like. No. Let me help you out. No. It really doesn't. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay? It really doesn't. The achievement of your goals and, and T. Harv Ecker in a book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, he really goes into this because he gives declarations. And one of his declarations, the first one that, that you say, according to T. Harv Ecker, is this, my inner world creates my outer world. My inner world creates my outer world. It doesn't start with the outer world. It begins with the inner world. And until you fully believe that you're the person who can deliver the goal, does it matter the economy? Does it matter how many people attend the webinar? Does it like until you get to the place where you go, it doesn't matter what the current circumstance looks like. Because I'm in the process of believing past what I see. And I already know it's done. Like in my mind, it's done. In my heart, it's done. In my soul, it's done. I'm just taking the steps to get to the place that my my whole being is already there. Like I'm just doing the, I'm just going through the motions. I already know it's done. I'm already thinking from the end. Like that's what you've got to embody. And so many people are living in a, okay, you show me and I'll go mentality. You know, let me go biblical for a minute. You know, like Abraham says to God, okay, okay, God, like you want me to go to a new land where like nobody I know and nobody in my family ever is. You just show me where to go and I'll be happy to go. And God says to Abraham, uh-uh-uh, you go and I'll show you. And the problem with a lot of entrepreneurs today is that they're doing this Show me and I'll go. Like, show me I'm going to have 500 people at my webinar and I'll do a webinar. Doesn't work that way. Let me help. Doesn't work. You have to believe with every fiber of your being that you deliver immense value and that your value is so important to the tribe who needs you, who knows you, who hears your voice that you can't not get out there and share them. It doesn't matter if zero people show up. It doesn't matter if a thousand people show up because you know what? You already know that one day there will be a thousand in that webinar. You already know that one day there will be 20,000 people buying your product on launch day. The second you get clear on that, you stop setting safe goals and you start being the bold, brave, and daring entrepreneur that you really are. And at the end of the day, here's the bottom line. If your goal doesn't excite you, like on a daily basis, I'm not talking about when you first set it, because all goals are pretty exciting, even the tiny ones, when you first decide to change. They're all pretty exciting. But if your goal doesn't excite you on a daily basis, guess what? It isn't a goal. You know what it is? It's a safe bet that you're probably going to end up losing anyway, because there's no excitement. It's not a goal with soul. So let's talk about how to design a goal that actually excites you. And not just once, but on a consistent basis. 
So the first thing you've got to do is you've got to create a goal with massive impact, a goal that is so much bigger than your wants, needs, and desires. You've got to give your goal a bigger social meaning than just you. What do I mean by that? Like the goal has got to mean more than you want a bigger house. You want a nicer car. You want to pay off your debt. You want to buy your parents their dream home. Like your goal has to be bigger than that. It can't just be about you. And there are a lot of entrepreneurs out there who are like, but I can barely pay my rent. Like right now, my goals need to be just about me because I've got to get myself to a level of sustainability personally and financially. So then I can give. Look, I'm just going to break it down for you. Most people are not very good at setting setting and achieving massive goals that are only about them. Most people really love to achieve things that are about other people. They are driven by the desire to help other people. They're driven by the desire to please other people. They're driven by the desire to have other people think of them highly. And here's what I'm saying, entrepreneurs, use what you got. Like if you're driven by people pleasing or you're driven by people helping or whatever it is, then your goal has got to be bigger than you because you're not going to do it if it's just about you alone. You've got to connect the goals for yourself with something that has a bigger social meaning. If you had a preemie baby and I had a preemie baby and you're cra- you love the March of Dimes. Like, I don't care if you are negative $500 in your bank account right now and you're just starting your business. Make your goal have something to do with giving money to the March of Dimes. If you love Habitat for Humanity and you grew up and maybe you were homeless for a period of time in your life, make your goal about achieving a certain amount of money for yourself and giving money to Habitat for Humanity. Give it a bigger, deeper social meaning. It can't just be about you. It will not keep you excited. Another way to design a goal that excites you is, you know, spend some creative flow time designing a goal that actually thrills you on a regular basis. That when you look at the goal every single day, you're just like, oof. I mean, and you feel it. Like when you read your goals on a daily basis, which is why I encourage you to do that. When it is a goal with soul, when you say it like you've already achieved in the present tense, you are just like, and the excitement isn't, and I'm really hitting home on this money thing because people think it's about money. It's not really about that. Like the excitement isn't because, oh, I made $10,000 this month. It's like I stepped into my greatness and I became the entrepreneur who can do that. I mean, there's power in just being like, just looking at a goal that you've achieved, you're like, I did that. Like, I nailed that. I, like, I showed up. I showed out. That's where the excitement is. So spend some creative flow time designing a goal that thrills you. Here's the other thing. Create a goal that you're excited about, not just because of achieving the goal, but because of the challenge of what it took to, for you to become the person who can do that. And then again, here's the other piece of designing a goal that excites you. Spend the bulk of your massive daily action serving others. Like the goal cannot be in a, in a bubble. You can't just be about like, okay, how many emails do I send out today? And how many tweets do I schedule and buffer today? And I, 
really get out there on a daily basis and deeply connect with three to five people at least. Like know what they do, know what they're struggling with, talk to them on Twitter, like connect for real and spend the bulk of that massive daily action time really serving other people. That's how you design a goal that excites you on a regular basis. Now, let's talk about what it takes to raise your standards and live up to them. Because really, this is what we're talking about. You know, the question is, are your standards killing your business? And if you're dealing with safe goals, if you're dealing with goals without soul, your standards are killing your business. Like you're wondering why you're not getting to a certain revenue point every single month. You know why? Because you don't have goals that excite you. You don't have goals that you look at on a daily basis and you're just like, yes, ooh, can't wait. Like you don't have that. So let's talk about what it takes to raise your standards and live up to them. You know, the first thing is pretty basic. You got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Anthony Robbins, Tony Robbins talks about this as emotional threshold. Like you got to get tired of settling for what you're settling for in your business. You got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired with what you're currently accepting from your business. You've got to hit emotional threshold. Like, and if you haven't hit your breaking point, you're going to shut me off right now. I mean, if you just, if you're okay with whatever it is you're earning in your business, and if you're like, well, it's okay if it takes me three more years to get to $2,000 a month in my business, I'm okay with that. If you're at that point, then you just ought to shut me off right now because honestly, you're not at emotional threshold. I have no idea how long it's going to take you to get there. There's nothing I can do for you. Like, honestly, there's nothing I can do for you. So you need to be at emotional threshold in order to raise your standards. Sick and tired of being sick and tired with what you're currently accepting from your business. And then after that, you've got to decide what your new standard is going to be and make it a must and not a should. Listen, stop shooting on yourself. Like should is not a must. They are totally different. So if you've been talking about how you need to raise up the ante in your business and you need to double your revenue and you've been talking about that for six months and you still haven't doubled your revenue, let me help you out with something. It is not a must for you. It's a should. You ought to just not talk about it anymore. Let it go. When you decide that you have hit emotional threshold and you have come up with a new standard and that new standard is a must for you, you stop talking, you start doing, period. The Like it is done. You, you ever have a situation where you just go enough? Like you get to a place with your weight where you try on the jeans that you've been able to wear for the last 10 years and you can't even get them up your mid thigh and you are just like sick. You're like, you know what? Done. This is psh- I'm cleaning out my nutrition today. I'm going to the gym tonight. That's when it becomes a must because in that situation, that person has hit emotional threshold. Their genes don't even go up to their buttocks. You know what I'm saying? Like done, not even happening. You've got to get there and then you've got to choose a new standard and you've got to make it a must and not a should. And then after that, you've got to actually believe that you can do this. You have to have certainty that you are the person who can and will do this, even if you don't have security. Like, here's the thing about being an entrepreneur. And I talked about this in my Kindle book, From Employee to Entrepreneur, How to Get Over the Fear of Starting Your Own Business. The employee mindset is so entrenched in security. Like, the employee mindset is, I have to know where my paycheck is coming from. I have to have health insurance. I've got to have a 401k. I've got to, like, that's an employee mindset. 
if you're an entrepreneur who wants to get to multi-million dollar status, let me help you out. You can't think like that because there are going to be projects, programs, products, years where you are really insecure. Like you don't know how this thing is going to go. You are dumping money into your business. You're re and so if security is the thing that you need and want, you really need to rethink this entrepreneurial thing because entrepreneurship is not about security. It's about certainty. And there's a difference. So once you've raised your standards, you've hit emotional threshold and you're like, I'm done with settling for less than what I deserve. And you turn it into a must. You've got to believe that you can do this. You have to have absolute certainty that, you know what? I may not know how, but let me help you out. It's done. Like, I'm going to figure out how to do this. And then you've got to demand more from yourself than anyone else would ever expect from you. And you've got to deliver that consistently, persistently over time. What do I mean by that? Execute with the quality you say you will deliver by the day, date, time you say you will deliver it and get to a place in two or three months time where you execute at 90 to 100% of the time. In other words, 90% of the time when you say you're doing something at the level of exceptional, it's done. It's done. And when you do that, the results will be pretty immediate and they'll be pretty clear. And here's what I want you to understand. What you demand of yourself is the key deciding factor of what you'll actually achieve. So if you want more, you have to expect more from yourself. And that doesn't, let me, let me back up for a second because I got to say something. I hear something in my head going, somebody's going to take this to me that you work all night long, you don't sleep, you run your body into the ground and you have adrenal fatigue. That's not what I'm saying. Let me clarify for a minute because I want to back up for all those um, people like me, type A's, overachievers, workaholic people. Okay. I want to think about how to say this so that my type A's really hear me. When I say that you need to demand more from yourself than anyone else will ever expect from you, that means A you need to raise your standards. And B, you need to believe that you're capable of living up to that new standard with a lifestyle that is going to benefit your whole life, not just the work part of it. Meaning you've got to know that you can get to a certain revenue point and still sleep six to seven hours a night. You have to know that you are resourceful enough to get to a certain place in your business and not have to worry about doing everything yourself, that you can trust that you can delegate work out, you can hire assistants, you can pay, like you've got to be able to trust yourself in a different way than what you might be doing right now. Raising your standards is not about working more and driving your body into the ground. It's about raising the standards, knowing that you can and will do this, and knowing that you are capable of figuring out the best way to get it done in a way that works with your whole life. That's what I'm saying. I just want to clear that up because I know as type A's, we, we interpret things a little tricky sometimes. So, you know, you, you get the question sometimes like, well, what if I don't believe that I can do this? Like, I hear what you're saying, Cassandra, and it's awesome. And that's great. And I do love goals with soul. And I am sick and tired of being ran in my business. But what if I just don't have the confidence and the self-esteem? What if I don't believe that I can actually do this? Like, what do, what do you do then? That's a good question because I want to answer that for you. If you don't believe that you can do it, you've got to get yourself to a place where you believe you can. And one of the best ways to do that is to 
put yourself in emotional threshold consistently, persistently for a period of time. So you trigger pain yourself like life isn't triggering pain for you and then you're reacting you're being proactive by triggering your own pain and remembering what you lose if you don't let your higher self take center stage what you lose if you don't actually believe in yourself and i'm actually going to do a webinar on this specifically in the next couple of weeks so keep listening to the show because i will tell you about the webinar but i'm going to do a webinar on how to use pain to get yourself to take consistent, persistent action in your business. It's critical because a lot of us are using, we're allowing life to invoke pain very late in the game and then we react and respond, but it's too late by then. So if you don't believe in yourself enough to know that you can deliver the standard that you're raising your business to, you've got to find the pain trigger that's going to force you to live up to that new standard. And you know what? Far too often what we're doing is we're waiting for life to sort of inflict enough pain so that we have to raise our standards, right? Like using the weight loss example, people wait until they can't fit into an air, airline seat before they say, oh my gosh, I, like I can't, I'm, I'm not going to buy two seats. I need to do something. That's, that's reactive. It's waiting for life to inflict pain on you. That's a reactive approach and that's not going to get you to where you want to go in your business. Rather than waiting for life to throw a punch, you need to put a candle under your behind and light a fire. You need to put the pressure on yourself. And I'm going to do a webinar about this because I really believe this. Like I am totally on board with we need to learn how to use pain to push us to where we need to be. And and it doesn't sound cute and sexy and all that stuff. And people think that pleasure really is where it's at. Mm -mm. If pleasure was the thing that got people to, to get to where they need to go, then, you know, we wouldn't have a need for pain. The reality is that people are more driven by pain than they are by pleasure. And all I'm saying is we as entrepreneurs need to learn how to use that. So I'm going to be doing a webinar in the next few weeks on that exact topic. But here's, here's at the end of the day, here's what I want you to understand. If your standards are too low, they are killing your business. Point blank, done. And you may think you're happy with those standards and you may think that you're in a comfort zone and it's okay for right now. Here's the problem with saying it's okay for right now. You think you have time. You think you have time. Here's reality. Tomorrow's not promised to anybody. You don't know that you have time. You don't know that you have. So I'm just going to tell you, like, if you needed a message from the universe to say, get your you know what together and raise your standard. Here it is. PSA from the universe. Get your mm, together. Raise your standards. It's time to go the, to the next level. And we don't have to do it alone. Like we don't have your getting to the next level doesn't mean that somebody doesn't get to go with you. And in fact, let's be clear, most people don't raise their standards. So you don't have that much competition anyway when you do. I'm just saying, if you think you have time, you're wrong. The time to raise your standards is right now. The time to get to where you want to go in your business is right now. It's not a year from now. It's not two years from now. It's not, No, it's now. And I want you to do that. So be on the lookout. You can even check out um, my website at loseyourfearbuildyourbusiness.com. That's where I'm going to post the webinar that's coming up in the next couple of weeks. But I'm serious about this raising the standards thing. Like we need to get out of shooting on ourselves and we need to get in the must. And it's just time. Like I'm, I don't want to hear anymore. You know, um, I should, you know, be here. And not a, the moment I hear should, I'm going to say stop it. Stop it right now. No more shooting on ourselves. 
We need to go from should to must and pain is part of that process. And I'm going to do a webinar on that. Make sure you check out loseyourfearbuildyourbusiness.com. Also keep up with me on Twitter and Instagram, twitter.com forward slash Cassandra Bibas, and then instagram.com forward slash Cassandra Bibas because I'm going to be putting that free webinar out everywhere because I really feel like this is the thing that will move entrepreneurs to the next level. If you learn how to use your pain to get you to where you want to go, to get you to take consistent daily massive action, you will be leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else who would rather not invoke short-term pain for long-term gain. They'd rather have short-term gain, but long-term pain. We got to flip that script. So are your standards killing your business? Yes. If you're doing the safe goal thing, the smart goal thing, yeah. What you need are goals with soul and you need to back that up with a firm belief in yourself, certainty that you can and will do it and the ability to invoke pain so you can get to where you need to be long term. All right. I've spoken enough. You know, I always talk long. I'm just saying you met me. I've met me. I thought this was going to be like 20 minutes. We're at 38 minutes and 39 seconds. Okay, then. Um, I will talk to you next time. I will talk to you next time. This is huge to me. I just, and I want you to get that so many entrepreneurs are, are really settling in their business. And I need you to question your standards. I need you to think about, are you really going after what you deserve? Are you really allowing your higher self to take center? Are you really rocking out? in your business because if you have even an inkling of a doubt that maybe you aren't then you need to do this differently you need to raise your standards all right everybody talked enough i will talk to you next time are you working a full-time job while building a part-time business does it feel like you're putting in more and more time but getting less and less results could it be that you're building a business with the wrong mindset Check out my latest book, From Employee to Entrepreneur, How to Overcome the Fear of Starting a Business, and learn how to shift out of the employee mentality and into the entrepreneurial mind frame. Grab your copy on Kindle by visiting http colon forward slash forward slash tinyurl.com forward slash cubicle freedom. That's tinyurl.com forward slash cubicle freedom.